Is obedience just for the legalist? What did Jesus mean when he said, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments? Join Eddie Armstrong and me, Charlie Hayes, as we seek our answers from Scripture. Charlie, last time we were talking about righteousness and all those big words that are in the Bible. Um, but, we, you know, and sometimes people will feel like, you know, I'm not, my life's not really that great. I, I try to go to church and I do what is right, but I still have peace and joy. And man, I, I'm, I'm a, just a sinner. And I think that person is better off than the person who says, you know, I'm a pretty good guy. I don't do this. I don't do that. I go to church, but I'm a pretty good guy. That person's more in danger than, than the first guy who is uncomfortable with how his life is going. I think that's a very good point. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to jump in on you. Sorry to talk okay. about you. No, but yeah, I've had that, that same challenge from people who've asked me, how do I know that God is in my life? And one of the reasons I know is that I'm moving in a different direction, but I still have some faults, right? Mm -hmm. But those faults bother me. <laughs> Whereas mm -hmm. I'm, if I'm not walking with him, my faults are not going to bother me. Mm -hmm. I'm going to see them as, as you said, I'm a pretty good guy. You know, I do, I do these things. It's like the Pharisees we talked about a few episodes ago. They, they tied one leaf of mint for every 10 leaves of mint they had. Yeah. So they felt pretty good about themselves. The fact that they were ugly toward other people, did not show love and mercy, did not bother them, and it should have. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, that, that type of person, you, you know, you can almost tell whether a person's in Christ or not by the way they treat other people uh, they can be very religious you know uh, like you, you're saying there but the real litmus test comes when you relate to other people and you prefer yourself above them or you don't turn the other cheek you try to get revenge so all these kind of let us know where the heart is there's an important verse in first john 2 1 for all those that are worried about um sinning <laughs> which i think um, we're probably all in that boat john said my little children these things uh write i unto you that you sin not i get the picture here john is saying i'm writing these things because i don't want you to sin but he gives us an out here he says and if any man does sin we have an advocate with the father jesus christ the righteous Wow, you know, without a doubt, as humans, as frail, sinful humans, there will be times where we go, wow, I really sinned there. But we have an advocate, uh, which is Jesus, that can forgive us, forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Uh, I really like that verse. I've clung to that one uh, in my Christian experience because I don't want to sin. I don't want to dishonor God. I don't want to give his his name uh, a bad name or put his name through the mud, whatever you want to express it. I really want to honor God. Amen. So when, when I do sin, I know that that God's that Jesus is there as my advocate. Just a powerful verse. Well, there's there's two things uh, I was going to say about this verse. Uh, 
The first one is just this very simple thing, but really complex. This is giving us a, a view of what Jesus is doing in heaven for us every day. Mm -hmm. uh, he's not on a vacation, as you, I think you, you said. <laughs> Jesus is, is uh, doing intercessory work for us. He is, if you will, he's, he is looking out for us. He is for, he's making sure that our sins are forgiven, you know, and he's reacting to our prayers. But he is most all, most, most appropriately what it says in the second verse here of First John 2. And he himself is the propitiation, I almost said that right, for our sins, which means he's paid the bill. Mm -hmm. uh, and not just for us, but for the whole world, because he was the sinless son of God. He, can, he covers it all. Right. Uh, so praise the Lord. And, and the second part was you're talking about how you're pricked when you, when you do something because you realize it's bringing dishonor on God. And I'm going, hallelujah, that you're pricked about that, because that means God is working in your life. The Holy Spirit is, you know, guilt is, is the Holy Spirit working on you. And that means God is working with you. He has not given you up. And I'm going, praise the Lord. The Lord keeps on working with us. You know, mm -hmm. he makes sure that we understand where we are. And it always comes back to, I need more of Jesus. Amen. Now, those, the other side of that are those people who think there's nothing wrong with me, as you said. Right. <laughs> and justify their acts. Mm -hmm. Like, I did that because this person was so mean to me. So it was okay. Right. Well, Okay. There's a little bit to that, but on the other side, what does God want us to do? Um, um. Right. Yeah, the, the thing that I think we all need to remember that we're born with a sinful nature. We're going to have that sinful nature until Christ comes and changes us in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye. Uh, but when we're born again, we're given a spiritual nature. Uh, we begin to live by the Spirit and not by the fleshly nature. And we know that they're gonna compete and it's our choice as to who we want to pick. Uh, and whoever we pick is whoever's going to win. Uh, you have to keep in mind that uh, battles may be lost due to the carnal nature, but does, that does not mean the war is over uh, and a victory crown. Uh, Paul describes that battle in Romans uh, eight, um, it might be a good place to uh, go to here real quick. It uh, talks about, in fact, the title of that is Free from Indwelling Sin. I love Romans 8. It's just an amazing chapter uh, yeah. where Paul goes with that. Uh, yeah. Because it, it starts off with now there's no condemnation, I believe. <laughs> yeah, no condemnation to those who are in Christ. Right, and, that, and I tell you what, Charlie, that phrase "in Christ" pops up in many places in the Bible, and it's something we ought to perk up and listen to. Because how do you know that you're if you're in Christ? Uh, but here's here's the evidence that you're in Christ in verse one of chapter eight. You do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That what a key this is too. Uh, and I think this goes right into what we were talking about. Those who walk after the flesh will, they may think they're okay, right? Because they're okay compared to others. Uh, and people who compare themselves to others are, by my terms, legalist. 
because they have a little scale where my scale is a little more weighted than yours. And so therefore I'm a better person. But when we walk after the spirit, it's a whole different thing. We're no longer comparing ourselves to others, but letting the spirit lead us. And as he says uh, in many places, he's going to write those laws of our hearts because so they become part of us. And that's what we naturally do is we're obedient to the law because that's who we are. Yeah. They, you know, a lot of what we're talking about can be simplified uh, in just a few sentences. Uh, and this is the gospel presentation. The gospel says <clears throat> we're all sinners. We're all on the same plane. We're all destined to die. But God sent his son to intervene and pay the price for our sins. And by paying the price for our sins, we have the opportunity to accept that or to reject it. When we accept that, it changes us. And our first act of obedience is to be baptized. That lets the whole world know that they're, we're dying to sin. We're putting everybody on notice that we're dead to sin and that we're rising to walk in the spirit. Uh, and as we do that, and as long as we remain in Christ, uh, because believe it or not, you can be lured away from that experience. But if you're in Christ, you will be living by the spirit and not by the flesh. Amen. Eddie, I think we should uh, continue this on the next episode. Okay, sounds good. Thank you for joining us. We are grateful for your prayers for answers from Scripture, and especially as we begin a new year. There are many wonderful links in the description of this podcast. Please take advantage of them. We look forward to hearing from you at afsepisodes at gmail.com. And as always, join us as we seek our answers from Scripture.